0: Hey everybody, welcome to Born on This Day. Today is April the 4th.
1: I'm Marco Timpano.
0: Oh, I'm Amanda Barker. And today is National School Librarian Day.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I love libraries. I didn't always love my school librarian, but when you have a good one, they're a keeper. <laughs> so tell them that.
0: My favorite school librarian is Billy Eichner on Bob's Burgers. Oh, yes. He's a very funny librarian character on that so show. Good. Um Well, enjoy your library today. I have a Libby app, and I use that for pretty much all my audiobooks. Yeah. Um, and uh um so do that
1: yeah okay listen amanda <laughs> if you're an aries born on april 4th your personality is noted for creativity vigor and ambition amongst your greatest strengths is your creative mind which you use in all aspects of your life socially your your creative gifts uh are give you a great sense of humor and subsequently has earned you many friends.
0: Wow. Well, one of Hollywood's most impressive comebacks, Robert Downey Jr. is the son of filmmaker Robert Downey Sr., who introduced his son to both show business and drugs. Jr. came up to prominence in the 80s with roles in Weird Science, The Pickup Artist, Less Than Zero, and Johnny B. Good, earning his first Oscar nom for Chaplin in 1992 and starring in Heart and Souls, Only You, and Restoration. Issues with drugs reached a high point in the late 90s. Who doesn't remember? I know. Got him in some trouble with the law, got him fired, From Ali McBeal, which he still won the Golden Globe Award. He is the comeback kid, clean and sober in the new millennium. He came back like never before with his lead performance in the first. Marvel film Iron Man
1: oh that was the first huh wow I didn't
0: realize that yeah. either a second Oscar nom for Tropic Thumber and the mega hit Sherlock Holmes in 2009 roles then have included the rest of the Avengers film I mean once you kind of get locked you're into just, that you're that's just your life money hand over fist <laughs> due date the judge and doctor and sorry do little so he's done some other stuff too yeah. he's had quite a career he was born on this day in Manhattan New York in 1965
1: I always thought he was a good actor he is Heath Ledger began his career on Australian television on Home and Away, then moved to Hollywood and made his debut with the 1999 hit teen comedy 10 Things I Hate About You. He co-starred with Mel Gibson in The Patriot, played a lead in A Knight's Tale, I saw that at the theater, and entered more serious fare in the 2001 drama Monster's Ball. I didn't know he was in Monster's Ball. After appearing in The Four Feathers, Ned Kelly and the Brothers Grimm. He earned his first nomination for Ang Lee's *Brokeback Mountain* in 2005 and appeared in Lars Hallström's *Casanova*. In uh, January 2008, he was found dead in his Manhattan apartment, having accidentally overdosed on a combination of painkillers, painkillers, sleeping pills, and anti-anxiety medication. That's why you've got to be careful when you mix medications. His performance in *The Joker* and *The Dark Knight* was released that July, for which he posthumously won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. His Final film is the Imaginarian of Doctor Par- Parnassus. Parnassus. Thank you. Was released uh, with the scene he had completed before his death at the age of twenty-eight. 28. He was born on this day in Perth, Australia, in nineteen seventy-nine. And the housekeeper called. Um, you know those twins that those twin girls from. Um,
0: Mary Kate and yeah
1: called one of them when she found like they didn't call the hospital called Mary Kate and Ashley Olson because
0: one of them was di- was, was dating they, him? they
1: were good friends with them so they they thought they would know what to do and I and I always say after that if there's a crisis you call, <laughs> call one of the Olson twists
0: or Ashley Olson yes. probably Mary Kate yeah she, she knows. seems just like she's got a little bit more going on she knows
1: what's what's going on
0: <laughs> well if you Google um um great audition tapes you'll see a really interesting audition tape uh, for Elizabeth um, and it's uh, Claire Foy does a version and Sarah Gaddon does a version and um, uh, the girl who played uh, Khaleesi there uh, Amelia, whatever the hell yeah, her the name is. There, that, you yeah, blonde one that. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: from, Wham from, fr- from Wham Christmas.
0: From Wham Christmas and Game of Thrones. Anyway, yeah. all three of them audition for the same role, oh. and, you, and they're all three phenomenal actors. Right. So you get to see three very different takes of Elizabeth, but it was actually Sarah Gaddons' tape who wins out in the end, although all three are amazing. Um, she recently played the lead role in the miniseries Alias Grace, um, a great miniseries for the most part. Uh, And a really great book, uh, based on the Margaret Atwood novel, for which she won a Canadian Screen Award. Um, The acting, I I found the acting in it really phenomenal.
1: Yeah, it was great. Uh,
0: All all across the board um, for all the roles. Initially, she was an aspiring ballerina at the National Ballet School of Canada. She was a cinema student at U of T. That's the University of Toronto. She made her debut on an episode of Nikita when she was just 11. Later, she had roles on The Border, Being Erica, and Murdoch Mysteries. I mean, she kind of just... Did everything that was shooting in Toronto, really. Yeah. She co starred in David Cronenberg's A Dangerous Method, Cosmopolis. Cosmopolis? Cosmopolis? Sure. Maps to the Stars and the Jim Sheridan uh, thriller Dreamhouse and roles in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, American Woman and a Season of True Detective. She was born on this day in Toronto, Ontario in 1987. But do look it up, uh, Auditions for Elizabeth, because oh, those are cool. three well-known phenomenal actresses and it's it's Sarah's that one.
1: Wow. It. Well, we love Natasha Leon's com- comedic skills and unmistakable husky voice on her Netflix series Russian Doll.
0: I love Russian Doll. It's a great series. Yeah. I
1: Though her career goes back to her debut at the age of seven in Mike Nichols' Heartburn and her role as Opal on Pee-wee's Playhouse that same year, she played her first lead role in Everyone Say Say I Love You in 1996, then Slums of Beverly Hills two years later, and the 1999 comedy American Pie. That's right. She was in that. Mm -hmm. Later roles include But I'm a Cheerleader, Scary Movie 2, The Gray Zone, and Blade Trinity. Another talented actor who doc, who's documented personal struggles, uh, <laughs> um, she was arrested for driving under the influence, but after a hiatus in the late 2000s, she was back in full force, taking on the role of Nikki on Orange is the New Black, of course, and that's where people really started to fall in love with her. The films Honey Boy, Ad Astra, and the vo- a voice on Big Mouth, and a Golden Globe nomination for, of course, Russian Doll, on which she also serves as producer and writer. This year, she played Tallulah Bankhead in *The United States Versus Billie Holiday*. And she was born Natasha Brownstein on this day in New York City in 1979.
0: Yeah, she had she was a heroin addict. Like she was hardcore for a while. Hugo Weaving is best known for his role as Elrond in *The Lord of the Rings* and *The Hobbit* movies. No idea though for fantasy and sci-fi fans he's also loved for his performances in V for Vendetta and the Matrix film. I don't know which who he was. He's, he's in was the Matrix. Elrond. He's in No, the no I don't know the Matrix. You in don't know Lord the Matrix. Of the Rings. Oh. Oh, Lord of the Rings, I don't know. I was thinking Game of Thrones.
1: No, but in Matrix he's like the the one that's like the the guy who talks like this like he's kind of like robotic. He's like Mr. Mr. Whatever, I can't remember his name. You do no, guy? No, that's Morpheus. That's <laughs> that's Lord Fishburne. Okay. Okay. Anyways, his doesn't matter. His father's
0: work in the computer industry took the family around the world. But weaving, I was really excited because I was like, I didn't know there were black people in Lord of the Rings. No. Apparently, there weren't. Elves can't be black, apparently. Uh, but weaving finished high school in Australia and graduated from the National Institute of Dramatic Art. Uh, Beginning to work on television in the early 80s and appearing in Bangkok, Hilton with Nicole Kidman, the film Proof, and going international with his performances Tick in The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Later roles included voices in Babe, Transformers, Happy Feet, Red Skull, and Captain America, Cloud Atlas, and Mel Gibson's Hacksaw Ridge. In 2018, he played his most disturbing role in the miniseries Patrick Melrose and the star. This year stars in The Lone Wolf. He was born on this day in Ibadan, Nigeria in 1960. There
1: you go, Amanda. Comedian David Cross is a familiar presence as writer on the Ben Stiller Show, for which he won an Emmy, as well as Mr. Show, on which he appeared with co-creator Bob Odenkirk. He His notable appearances as an actor include Men in Black 2, She's the Man, Alvin and the Chipmunks, obvious child, and episodes of Modern Family, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and of course, his best known role as Tobias on Arrested Development. He performed the voice of Noah on Archer and on one season of Goliath. This year, he appears in the series Genius, about uh, Aretha Franklin. He's married to actress and writer Amber Tamblin. I
0: did not know they were married. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm
1: and was born on this day in Atlanta, Georgia, in 1964.
0: He uh, he came to see you in Los Angeles. He was in the audience. Oh, he came to see me? Perform, yeah, yeah, your uh, stand-up. Yeah. Yeah, which was which is impressive because it was a very small crowd. It was mm-hmm. like 30 people, and he was there. Barry Pepper made his debut in a TV movie in 1992, coming to notice after his performances in Saving Private Ryan, Enemy of the State, and the adaptation of Stephen King's The Green Mile. He starred in the unfortunate 2000 bomb Battlefield Earth, later was in We Were Soldiers with Mel Gibson, and gave his most com- acclaimed performance in Spike Lee's 25th Hour, he also starred in Farley Mowat's *The Snow Walker*, which was a Canadian film adaptation. In 2001, he was nominated for a Golden Globe for playing Roger Maris in Billy Crystal's *61*. He was also Bobby Kennedy in *The Kennedys*. He co-starred in *The Lone Ranger*, and he was born on this day in Campbell River, British Columbia, in 1970.
1: Oh wow! I wonder if that makes him a, a Scientologist. *Battlefield Earth* is all about Scientology, right? It's about Scientology? like it's it's from the book that What's His Face wrote. Oh, it's all like, really? yeah, Travolta's like a space guy who comes down. Oh, I didn't know Yeah, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I think they made it kind of to recruit more people. I don't know. Oh it my doesn't, gosh. whatever. I didn't know Yeah. That. Anyways, Craig T. Nelson made his debut on the Tim Comway Comedy Hour, playing small roles on TV episodes before his film debut in And Justice for All with Al Pacino, followed by Private Benjamin. Do you remember that? Uh, The Formula and All the Right Moves with Tom Cruise. He played the lead role in Poltergeist. He was a dad. uh, And its sequel. Then from 1998 to 1997, played his most famous role on the sitcom Coach, for which he won an Emmy and was nominated for four Golden Globes. Roles since then have included Wag the Dog, The Proposal, Five Seasons of Parenthood, Five Episodes of Frankie and and Great, and sorry, Grace and Frankie, um, and currently uh, the role of Coach Ballard on Young Sheldon. He was born on this day in Spokane, Washington in 1944.
0: One of the best-known characters in film history is Norman Bates, whose indelible image is the result of an expert portrayal of him by Anthony Perkins. Initially a teen idol in his early 50s, um, in early films of the 50s, rather, in the early 50s, he was nominated for an Oscar for his film debut in William Wyler's Friendly Persuasion. Uh, He also was in Desire Under the Elms, The Matchmaker, and On the Beach. But he won Best Actor at the 1961 Cannes Film Festival for his performance in goodbye again stardom waned in the 70s but work did continue including mahogany and disney's the black hole and then in 1973 he wrote the last of sheila and in the 80s brought norman bates back with psycho 2 and then he himself directed psycho 3. He campaigned very hard for the role of Hannibal Lecter in The Silence of the Lambs in the hopes of a comeback. But the studio eventually decided to drop him and go with Anthony Hopkins. It was re- released a year before Perkins died of AIDS in 1992 at the age of 60. His wife, Barry Burenson, died on one of the planes that hit the World Trade oh, Center wow. on 9 11. Nine years later, and his son, Osgood Perkins, is now a well-known actor and director. He was born on this day in New York City in
1: 1932. My goodness. Okay, my favorite on the list, Christine Lottie graduated from the University of Michigan with a drama degree and moved to New York to pursue acting, despite being told that she'd never make it because she didn't have the right look and didn't know anybody in show business. After a few years of waitressing, she landed her first role in And Justice For All with fellow birthday celebrant Greg T. Nelson. In uh, 1983, she married television producer Thomas Shlami, uh, who would later produce The West Wing and her show Jack and Bobby. And in 1984, she received an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actress... Uh, in the Goldie Hawn film Swing Shift. She also starred in Housekeeping, Running on Empty, Miss Firecracker, and Leaving Normal. In 1995, she she uh, directed and starred in the short film, Lieberman in Love, and won an Oscar for Best Live Action Short. From 1995 to 1999, she starred in, on Chicago Hope, which is where I know her uh, best from. She won an Emmy Award and a Golden Globe. She was on Law & Order SVU, The Blacklist, Episodes of Hawaii Five-O. She was born on this day in Birmingham, Michigan in 1950, and I think she's just... A very attractive, uh, talented yeah, you're actor.
0: Obsessed with her. You and Trevor. Love yeah,
1: we her. we love her. She kind of reminds me a bit of Christine Baranski. Like they've got I this kind thought of. They
0: were the same person. No, for a they long got the same just kind of. Her and I actually have no idea who she is. Isn't oh my that God. awful?
1: She's great. You and talk
0: about her all the time. She's.
1: She's awesome. She, Wait, she, she needs to be in more things.
0: I feel that way about Nancy McKeon. Oh, my goodness. She's, of course, best known for play, portraying the re- rebellious Joe Pol- Zack on eight seasons of the Pol- Facts Macek. Okay. Of the Facts of Life. Do you want to do this one?
1: No, no. I just remember.
0: <laughs> she began modeling baby clothes at two years old. She had uh, begun appearing on television at the age of 11 on an episode of Starsky and Hutch. She worked consistently through to adulthood and beyond, cast in 1990 in the TV version of Working Girl but she was replaced by Sandra Bullock before the show began. Ooh. That's never good. She later appeared on the shows Can't Harry Love, The Division, and episodes of Sonny with a Chance in 2010, after which she just took a break until appearing in a TV movie in 2019. She was born on this day in Westbury, New York in 1966.
1: Wow, yeah, I'm surprised she didn't have a bigger career. She dated Michael J. Fox, and she was like the I, hot thing for a minute.
0: Yeah, she was the hot thing for a minute. I, I don't know why, but she just couldn't Breakthrough from Joe
1: Yeah there you go Well one of television's Most successful producers Amanda and the owner Of 11 Emmy Awards David E. Kelly Was a working lawyer Who wrote a script Based on his time In that field And that um, That was produced In the film From the hip Do you remember From the hip I think um, What's his name Iron Man was in From the hip Donut. Okay. Anyways, uh, since then he's been responsible for a series of successful legal shows, including L.A. Law, Ally McBeal, The Practice, as well as medical dramas Chicago Hope and the shows Picket Fences, Doogie Howser M.D., Boston Public, Boston Legal, and Harry's Law. Uh, network mainstay. In the last few years, he's also had great success on cable with this bit, with the miniseries Big Little Lies and Undoing. And Goliath. This year, he will be bringing the link. He will bring the Lincoln lawyer to television. And he's been married since nineteen ninety three to the Queen of the Galaxy, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Bill wrote that. Of course, he was born on this day in Waterville, Maine, in nineteen fifty six. She looks fantastic. Oh
0: my! Yeah, mm-hmm. veganism. It'll is that good. what it is? It's veganism. People who give give up all the meat, but also the dairy. I actually oh, think it's, it's more dairy. the dairy.
1: Oh, the man. dairy that's
0: really just making want- us all look awful. It
1: just makes me want to drink some chocolate milk. Right yeah, now. I know. Okay. Maybe
0: I need some. Um, well, I, there's a lot of amazing people on this list, but this is my personal favorite. Initially trying his hand as a stand-up comedian and actor, Graham Norton is best known now as one of the best talk show hosts for more than a decade. If I need to laugh... Yes. If I'm having an awful day and I need 10 minutes, I'll just Google him. I'll just Google Graham Norton. And he always that show always makes me laugh he always makes me laugh he began his television career on the BBC in 2001 when he hosted comic relief he had gigs on strictly dance fever everything is called strictly <laughs> that's why strictly come dancing doesn't make any sense as a title but they've m- they've mashed mm-hmm. different titles together
1: to you that's a very american thing to say i'm sure strictly
0: Brits- come dancing yeah. isn't
1: cuz wasn't there a movie called strictly ballroom yes so strictly come dancing
0: It It rolls off
1: the tug. It just rolls off the tug, man.
0: It makes sense to Brits. That's all that matters. And now it's just known as strictly... Anyway, how do you solve a problem like Maria, which we tried to do our own pale comparison of here, and the one and only. But the Graham Norton show began in 2007, initially on BBC Two before moving to number one and taking over Jonathan Ross's late Friday night slot. From 2010 to 2020, he presented the Saturday morning slot on BBC Radio Two. He, since uh, since 2009, has been the BBC commentator for the Eurovision contest, if you ever get... To watch Graham Norton hosting Eurovision, it is a thing
1: to behold. Why can't we see that here? We I saw don't it in England know. once. It's, it's so a- upsetting. We happened
0: to be in England yeah. during Eurovision. That's
1: why you fell in love with it.
0: We watched all. 10 hours yeah. or whatever it was we
1: did not leave the B- <laughs> and it's
0: just him commenting yeah. on everything he yeah. sees on the screen and it is beyond funny anyway he made cameos as himself in the Abfab movie I mean I just love the show so of course I love the movie and Eurovision Song Contest they you're, which is just anyone who doesn't like the Eurovision Song Contest movie doesn't understand Eurovision as far as That's I'm right. concerned because it's mostly just a celebration of that. And this past year was the voice on Whirlwind and Pixar's Soul. He was born Graham Walker on this day just like so many of my relatives in County Cork, Ireland. I'm sure related. I just know it in 1963.
1: Wow. Peter Vaughn was a British character who delivered a number of memorable uh, characters for, the, for 80s kids. You might know him as Ogre in Time Bandits. I don't. I tried to watch that once as a kid and I thought it was horrendous. For fans of the 90s art house, you might remember he played Anthony Hopkins in The Remains of the Day. Uh, He began his career on stage before entering television and film in the 50s, usually playing tough guys and heavies in Village of the Damned, Smokescreen, A Twist of Sand, and Straw Dogs. In 1985, he appeared in Terry Gilliam's Brazil, once again tried to watch it, couldn't happen. In 2007, he was in the comedy Death at a Funeral and capped off his career of more than 200 credits with 11 episodes of Games of Thrones as Master Amien. Uh, The last one aired in 2015, a year before his death at the Age Tender. And strictly 93, Amanda. He was born on this day in Wem, England in 1923. And there was a character on The Golden Girls who was named Robert Vaughn. He was the actor that came to town to do a play. And that's who I thought we were going to talk about.
0: (laughs) Well, television fans know Estelle Harris best for her many years playing George Costanza's mother Estelle on the hit sitcom Seinfeld. Uh, Her on-screen career began when she was in her mid-40s, gotta love it, making her film debut in 1977 and later appearing in Stand and Deliver, This Is My Life, and the short-lived series Good Advice, which began the same year as Seinfeld. She later appeared in My Giant, What's Cooking, and voiced Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story movies, including Part 4 in 2019. She turns 93 today, and she was born on this day in New York in 1928.
1: Singer and actress Jill Scott made her debut with the album Who Is Jill Scott in 2000 which went platinum and included a single, A Long Walk, and uh, Cross My Mind was the other single. Uh, She followed it with Beautiful Human and The Real Thing, which both went gold, and 2004 made her film debut in Cave Dweller and appeared on the series Girlfriends. Later roles included Truvy in the 2012 version of Steel Magnolias, the comedy baggage claim, and the James Brown biopic, Get On Up. She took a break from music, but came back with the album Light of the Sun in 2011 and Woman in 2015. She was born on this day in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in 1972.
0: Well, what a list today. We have Jill Scott, we have Estelle Harris... Peter Vaughn, Graham Norton, and of course the Iron Man himself. I mean, so many amazing people today.
1: It's crazy, Amanda. Uh, Listen, if you know a librarian that you uh, happen to adore, please send them our regards. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow on More Born on this Day.
0: Indeed we will.